All right, all right. Welcome to We Are Something Else, episode 102. My neck, my back. And we're back. The Black Business Series. And tonight we have Dr. Burgundy Collins from Collins Chiropractic joining us to the show. Maya, welcome to the show. Thank you. Uh, uh, so, Dr. Burgundy Collins will be sitting in with us tonight for our Black Business Series. Uh-oh, who's that? That's E. Okay, get that Wi-Fi together, dog. Um, she'll be joining us tonight for our Black Business Series. Um, she'll tell you all the ins and outs we need to know about chiropractic care and seeing a chiropractor. I've been, so I've got I've got all the professional questions going. I know there's, there's a couple of newbies in the house, so and he's back. Welcome back, E. But uh, before we get to all that, fellas, what's good? CB. Hey, man. Um, looking forward to tonight's show. Got some. Uh thirst for knowledge as far as this this topic goes because you know not getting any younger feeling like um might need some alignment in my life you know so uh looking forward to chopping it up with you guys and um looking forward to the weekend hey what's good bro <sighs> look man today was a long work week you know uh, even though you know we off tomorrow um it still was long uh man you, you know what you get that off okay okay what would you but you, you get that down? What's tomorrow? Yeah. Friday? Tomorrow's Juneteenth, sir. Oh, I'm, okay. My bad. I didn't mean to interrupt you. Yeah. Just letting you know. I mean, you know, the firm definitely is about that life. You nice. know what I mean? We, okay. we, we definitely, that uh, that black group, you know, we made sure we addressed these uh, these situations. But uh, no, nah, I man, it was a long work week. And, uh, uh, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and say we talked about it. I'm pretty pissed off yesterday. Uh, Nike definitely hit me with the pump fake. And uh, yeah, so I'm. How about that one? Yeah. So yeah, I'm, 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 uh, I'm ready for the show because I, I definitely got some good questions. Uh, Are you going to pay those aftermarket prices for them? Nah, I'm not. They, 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 they a little too high for my, for my, for my blood. You know, I'm still trying to, you know, I'm still trying to make it out here in Cali. So. Burgundy, thank you for joining us tonight. How, how's your week been? Same. It's been long. It's been long, but it has gone by really, really fast. So every time I turn around, it's almost Friday. So, you know, time flies. I'm having a good time. Are y'all observing you? Juneteenth tomorrow? I will observe and celebrate anything that's uh, a turnout. <laughs> um, well, folks getting off, I'm about it. Gotcha. Well, we'll get to that because... Uh, I think me and CB will be in the office tomorrow virtually while everybody else is sitting around, you know, we'll be emailing back and forth on, on team's chat, team's <laughs> chat. Right. Uh, so where are we going to start? Let's start with, um, let's wrap. Let's, let's start with, start with this. Now I, I sent you guys the link. I don't know if you've seen it floating around uh, social media and I don't know, I don't know how much you know about Ronnie, Ronnie O'Neill. This picture should tell you a lot about this man. All right. um, so Ronnie O'Neill is accused because we like to say, you know, accused. You know, we even said Derek Derek Chauvin was accused, even though there was video evidence. But he's accused of killing uh, his girlfriend, his daughter, and uh, attempted murder of his son. And along the way, I mean, you know, he's been in jail since I guess 2018. He decided he was going to represent himself, right? Now, 
I don't know how many successful cases. I should we should have did the the research. The successful cases of somebody representing themselves if they've gotten themselves. I'm gonna say gotten themselves off, but you know if, if they if they got themselves acquitted. There we go. That's the right word, right? But um, I, I see the passion in Ronnie's eyes right here, and his opening statement was 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 touching. Like you know, you have to give the person the benefit of the doubt, right? So evidence is going to show. I love. My children. And the evidence is going to prove to you that this whole entire case has been tampered with and fabricated. That was his op part of his opening statement, right? And from that... I can, I can, I can say that nigga's guilty. He's guilty. <laughs> that no question. Guilty. No, <laughs> no question. question. No question. That right there. I don't know nothing else. If I didn't know anything else about the case, I can give you the prerequisite. And I showed you that opening statement. Just take, take him away there. This, it's a circus. I'm terrified already just by seeing it. It's a circus. Like first of all, the hair, and then he's he's. He's yelling, which I guess he means he's passionate about what he's saying, or he wants you to believe that. But who let this guy, I mean, defend himself? So I mean, over. it could be a blessing in disguise. Yeah, I mean, this guy is pretty much, he has nobody else to blame but himself for the time he's, he's got coming to him. Uh, e, you look like you're, you're a little puzzled down there. E, give me what's on your mind. <laughs> no, nah, it's not even that I'm puzzled. Um, you know, being aware of the of this uh this case and listening to his 11 year old uh detail detail what he did to his mom and his sister and the fact that he had his foot on his back and he was lighting a match trying to set him on fire um but let's talk about how much how much therapy this kid is going to need the fact that Going through that was one thing, but now having your dad ask you questions in a court, even though you're in a remote location, as if like I can't talk to you like you're my dad because you also just tried you also killed my mom and my sister, but yet I'm having and, and he asked me, he was like he had made a comment, he was like, It's good to see you. And he replied, It's good to see you too. And it's like that that I'm not saying it's good to see my pops after you kill my you kill my mom and my sister. Like and you tried to set me on fire, right? No, it's not good to see you, but somehow if you feel like that, that is okay. And he's sitting there trying to defend himself and say that he didn't do these things when your own son was there is, uh, I, I mean, bro, you talk about setting us back, bro. Like it's, I, I don't know, man. It's sometimes it's just hard to watch, but it's, it's also, you want to make sure that people like him get made advantage of, like they, they should be the pro you know, they should be made the example. Like you, not about to just be in here acting a clown and think you're gonna get away with it. Absolutely, CB. It was it was like I was watching a crime drama or something. You know, like it was. It didn't look like real life, but I guess after us getting through 2020, like what is what's real life at this point? You know, um, but I mean that entire thing is just wild. It's hard to put yourself in like the, the son's position, you know, having to deal with something like that. And 
I mean, you're right. There's there's nothing about that opening statement that made me think like, yeah, there's a chance that this guy's not guilty. Like, I think it's a opening cut, uh, open and shut case, Johnson. <laughs> exactly, exactly. You got, you got anything to say? For me? Yeah. Oh yeah. So I I agree with everybody. I agree. I just feel like this is the one instance where I wish our country was a little bit more less concerned about people's rights and just drug him out of there, just handle their business. It's just a big waste of resources, it's a waste of time. It's traumatic for that little boy. Mm-hmm. It's just a waste of time. I mean, I was terrified. I didn't even watch the whole thing. I believe he did it. He looks very scary. You know, just just totally agree. Care about that just, just take care of it. Totally just, agree. Totally agree. And yeah. he's awfully suffering some kind of mental health crisis, you would think, at some point, right? To hear the whole story. Um, and I just, I don't, I mean, I guess he's he has the right narcissist. to defend himself. Well, that too. I just don't understand why this is even, it, the case won't last long. I, I, I'll say that. Uh, moving on. So, I don't know. I mean, was able to check the verses last night. Um, wasn't one that I was really looking forward to. Um, it was on an off night. It was on a Wednesday. I, I felt like, I mean, they at least deserved a Thursday, you know, more of a, well, maybe not Thursday because we're on Thursday and they would have taken away some viewership. Maybe Friday <laughs> or a Saturday, perhaps. But um, it was actually more interesting than what I thought it would be. And they had a lot of viewers in there. But the only thing I will say they were in two different locations, right? Now, normally, versus that's how Versus started. You know, we're on somebody's social media platform, and they're in two different locations. But no, they're well. Trina is definitely at a a live location with a bunch of people, and Eve is all the way in London, and I think she's probably just in a studio because I didn't hear a lot of people in there. Probably just the staff. Uh, I think it would have been better if they were face to face, but. I don't know who thought that this was a good verse. To me, Eve has more of the classic. I can tell you 20 of Eve's biggest stuff, you know, thing. Like, she's got hits. Trina had to go digging. Like, and when she started playing her, she was like, oh, she did have that. She, but nothing really pops out. Like, you, Eve has songs with X. Like, you know, there's a lot of Eve stuff, X, and then Swizzy's all through it. Um, to me, I didn't think it was that good of a matchup. But, you know, look, ladies and hip hop. You know, they, they did rule the night. Uh, they got a lot of viewership. And I didn't realize that Kanye West had produced uh, that one track with Trina early in the game. Uh, CB, did you watch? I didn't watch because uh, I was um, I was busy playing softball on last night. But um, it's one of those things where, yeah, when I heard the matchup, I was – I didn't – like Trina has some bangers, like some th- some songs that are a lot of fun. But in a format like this, it was hard to envision that she really had a chance once, you, you know, you, she was going against Eve. So it's just a little bit, um, I felt like of a little bit of an odd pairing, but, you know, uh, anytime that we can actually celebrate, you know, women in hip hop and two of the, um, you know, ladies that have done a lot, I feel like in that space, you know, it's, that's always a good thing. Absolutely. Hey. Yeah, I missed it. Um, I was so busy watching uh, watching uh, uh, Ice Trey give uh, Philly the business um, with that 26-point comeback. 
But no, um, like you said, Eve, Eve, Eve can hold her own. I think, and Trina could initially, but I feel like Trina has more features that she did better in her verses than she has solo. Solo, like, yep, exactly. Um, but like you said, I mean, it's all about the celebration of of the female hip hop. It would have been dope if it were a part of the. It, they could have got you know Kim. She could have did so. She could have did it with Eve, which I felt like would have been a good back and forth um, as far as the amount of time they've been in the game. Um, I don't know. I'm still I'm still searching for that 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 Missy and Busta Rhymes versus because I feel like that one is going to. I feel like I feel like and again, if you listen to like when Tim and, and Swiss was talking, uh, they initially said why they didn't want to do it right or why she didn't want to do it but then it got to the point where i think they they convinced her but then she also brought in like everybody kept saying you got to show the videos though so it's almost like you have to create um almost a theatrical kind of versus something that we've never had before because both of their videos have always been groundbreaking they always got something that clearly set the standard of like you know how videos were you got to you got to kind of pay homage to that while they're doing the verses and i think that alone you know what i'm saying would probably beat out all the rest of them just because you already know what that comes from burgundy did you watch it well when i turned it on the first thing i saw were some butt cheeks Clapping. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm like, there. okay, what are we doing tonight? All right. But no, I agree. I, I mean, I didn't realize Trini even had 10 to even go against anybody. I think Eve is definitely um, well above what Trini could bring to the table in terms of solo albums. I saw the butt cheeks clapping. I turned it off. But I guess I was interested in that all these verses we had with men. The guys never had the women. Well, have there been a verses and the guys had strippers? Rick Ross and uh, Two Chains. Okay, yeah, yeah. But that I was. I don't want. I just feel like as ladies, we, whatever. That's Trina. That's how she. That's she does strip club music. So whatever, whatever. But yeah. um, I think of Foxy and Little Kim. That's what I would love. That's to the see. one. That's and the one. The but I want to see that Kim and Foxy. I, I agree. Can, can that happen though? Because Foxy got the, the got the hearing problem now, right? Like I mean, she's, she don't, look, she, her, the music is already recorded. She can just sit right yeah, but, there. That's what see that you can't have that, right? I'm not even trying to throw shade or be funny about it, but clearly we know, like in the fact that she's gonna miss the beat, she's not gonna be able to, like you know what I mean? Like they physically said, like you know where she's at now, like. That's why she can't do live shows. Like she, she's not going to be able to get the 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 sound back. And if they followed the like the verses for the original formatting of just, I'm I'm just pressing play Playing off of my list, and yeah. you know you could you could do it that way. I, I think Missy and Busty, and I think that's just too much of a given. I would I would like to see it mixed up a little bit in there because not just Busty. I mean Missy, I would love to see Missy battle Outcast. You I mean you've got that I mean, you you can switch it up. <laughs> a woman and two two of those that, that would be amazing. Nah. And you don't think so? Nah, that's a weird matchup. Yeah, see, so so that and that that's and that, that. But, but do that's we have I'm to saying. go style for style though? That's no, no, the thing. Like, no, no, no. no. It's, see, so it's not about style for style, right? But you want you want 
you want a good mix because so what we we've talked about it on the show where you've had a person that has more party beats or party songs than they do the other person does so you're going to get up for the the party songs because you resonate with that those are the ones that stayed around why because that they play party beats on the radio more than they play the hard you know the hard song that you was like damn i still can listen to that to this day you know what i mean um i, I can't remember who that versus was but again that's that that's why you have to have a lane where they both kind of fit so then you can you can navigate whose song is what to that moment. Cause I, we've had that where you was like, how do you play? It's almost like playing. And I, I can't even think of a song, but that's, that's the equivalent of playing like hit them up with, for Pac and then playing like, you know, like a, a party song, somebody who's going against them playing a party song. Like I, I'm, I'm, I'm conflicted. Should I be mad right now because it hit them up? I'm, I feel like I want to go, you know, you know, punch a hole through a wall or, you know, call the person that I've been hating for the last, you know, 20 some years and tell them how much I still hate them compared to a party song where now you kind of want to get up and start partying. How do you, how do you equate the two and, and how do you rate that, that round? That's what I'm saying. So I feel like Buster and Missy have equal tracks. They have the R and B side, if you will, but then they have the rap side where it's strictly just bars. And then they have that, that kind of, their own talented, you know, mode. I mean, when Buster goes into his rhyme. I mean, I, I agree. To the styles match perfect for perfect. Like, but don't you want to see something that's not the obvious? No. No. no? <laughs> so the, the issue is, and we're about to get off of this, but whoever the, the hardest person, you know, to to battle in this whole thing is LL. That's why it hasn't happened yet. Who do you pair up against LL? We'll, we'll spend a whole show talking about that because we got other interesting stuff to get to tonight. But who do you pair up with LL? Think about that. And this right here. E, you alluded to it earlier. Juneteenth is now a federal holiday, right? And most of America will be off tomorrow. But unfortunately, the profession that uh, me and CB are in will be sitting behind the computer working. But I'm working. Oh, well, okay. And, and, and Burgundy will be working too. Yeah. But... Normally we get these days off when, uh, you know, they don't make it a holiday the day before. Right. Well, I mean, you know, but then I feel like, you know, all the, all the rich, all the rich white men are sitting around a corner and, and around a table and like, give them Martin Luther King. Do we have to give him Juneteenth too? I think it's just early in the conversation. Maybe, maybe next year we'll get it. I think it's just, it happened too fast to really close the, the, the companies that we work for. So I'm assuming maybe next year they'll, they'll at least think about it. Maybe a half day. But um, E, what are you gonna be doing on your on your day off? Let's let's prerequisite what Juneteenth is. Juneteenth is the day this after the Civil War when the slaves are finally declared free because of the Emancipation Proclamation, and they after all these years they've decided to make it a federal holiday. It was I'm assuming it was it was enough of a, a yes vote for it to be passed into law. So, nah, man. Uh what I've kind of been on, which is elevating my mind to our history and, and you know, wanting to keep it um, fresh. You know what I mean? The the fact of the matter is they hid a lot. They hid damn near all of our history so we couldn't find out about it. And when they and, and let's just get into the thick of this. Right. It's, it's, it's cool in one sense, but there's now they're trying to take it out of the history books as if like slavery never happened. Right. So as soon as you get 
that that like I said, we take a step or two steps forward. They are figuring out how they can set us back about another three or four, so that we're still not close to being equal because they know what's going to happen if that were to ever happen, right? Which is the complete takeover. So um, it's just one of those things, bro. Like it's it's a good moment. It's cool that it's recognized, but like I said, if it's going to be out of the history books, then. What is it for? Because then guess what? The kids aren't even in school right now, so it wouldn't even be in something that they'd be learning. That's true. It, I mean, first, how many of those people voting on this do you think was learning about what it was for the first time? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. There's a bunch of old white dudes making making these decisions, you know? Like, I it, it's, it's, nice it it seems like a nice gesture um but we also like we've been talking about for a while now like we also know what's going on in real life so we need things that are going to be changing what's going on like in the real world you know so um it's a nice gesture um but if there's a way to make this tangibly like result in less black people dying by the hands of police officers and you know the systematic racism that we're we've been talking about forever like if if that has some kind of impact here then fantastic but it really seems like this is a like it's like a blessing and a curse because i also feel like this is kind of a way to like just deflect you know what i mean absolutely burgundy yeah, I agree. I think it's pandering, but had the day off. Um, hopefully, learn some people didn't know. They assumed that when Abraham Lincoln signed that piece of paper, the word just got out. Like we had social media, the word just got out super fast, and everybody was automatically changed, just broke magically, and slave owners miraculously, miraculously just stepped back and let the slaves go. Um, that we know that wasn't the case. I mean, many slave owners purposely held that information from their their slaves and had them continue to work, you know, without them having known that they had been free. So it's pretty, pretty sad, very tragic. Um, But I'm glad the word is getting out there into the mainstream. I think the main issue or one of the main issues is that white America doesn't want to face what their ancestors have done because they probably feel like we're going to blame them. So they have to take on this like, oh, we did this to y'all, but we aren't saying they did this to us as a people, but you should, if we can recognize the Holocaust, if we can recognize 9-11, what's the issue with recognizing the things that happened during that time period? Absolutely. So I think it's a good step forward, but I think it's pandering. I think Biden and Kamala just trying to throw us crumb, but like, what are they really doing for the community? What is the community actually doing for itself? I mean, we still got plenty, plenty black on black crime, black people still killing black people. Um, so some of the onus belongs on black people, but again, how are we going to use this as an opportunity to learn and grow from? Absolutely. Good and not just go to a day party or have people get messed up. <laughs> I'm about that too, but. <laughs> um, okay, let's see where we. Um, okay, so tomorrow's Juneteenth. Everybody's off, right? Um, so it's the perfect time to get your weekend set, right? And we got to pay the bills with quick burgers. Right? <laughs> um, so once you get yourself a DC shy pie, 
you know, that Chicago uh, deep dish. And if you order from DC Shop, I save 10% on, uh, use our code WRSC10. And for those who've never seen it, there it is right there. Like you got the, on the far left, steak and cheese in the middle, salmon pesto on the far right is uh, sausage pepperoni. I mean, look at look at that amazing deep dish. Shout out to Grant and uh, our folks at DC Shop. Uh, but Grant yeah, Thompson. There you go. There's, there's a code. It's a Friday. Why not order some DC Shop? Okay. Uh, for those who are just joining us tonight, we have Dr. Burgundy College of College Chiropractic joining us for our Black Business Series. Again, welcome to the show. Thank you for joining us tonight. Thanks for having me. Um, so she's gonna be joining us tonight and talking about all things chiropractic or whatever questions you want to ask. I'm gonna lead off with the first question. And the reason why we started this Black Business Series is because we wanted to see how businesses were faring during the pandemic. My first question is, how did you do during the pandemic? I'm assuming it's over. How are you doing during the pandemic? Oh, I'm glad you asked me this question. Business is booming. And I will say I started my business during the pandemic. Nice. So I've been a chiropractor for eight years now. It was eight years last month. Um, but I've been running or operating my own practice since last August. So I left a practice I was working for for a couple of years and just stepped out and did my own thing. Nice. It's been great. It's been great. What yeah, was you have the, to adapt, adapt or die. What was the driving factor be, behind you deciding to, you know, go out on your own and start your own your own practice? Well, the practice that I was working with, it was a practice of two, with two locations. There were several doctors, and when a pandemic hit, we were closed for three weeks, and then the state said we had to open back up. So, um, during that time, a lot of patients just stopped coming, you know, and so the doctor was making some decisions and he was scaling back and. I just saw the writing on the wall, you know, who moved my cheese, you know? So I'm like, well, he's, you know, closing one location. He ain't say nothing about me, but I'm about to get up out of here. So. <laughs> just step out uh, and just did my thing. Yep. I yes, I can. That question hit the pitch. Good job. We'll answer your question. Yes. <laughs> um, what? I you know for me I I watch on YouTube the chiropractors that that, that go to that go to town you know the, what they call it, the crack addicts you know what I mean uh, but uh like are you on do, did you kind of catch that wave or do you have that 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 affair as far as do you do you film people when you do it because clearly like there's a thing about it on YouTube where there's a super big following of people that just like to hear people get their stuff just cracked up. Yeah, so there's some crazy stuff on YouTube. Crazy, you know. Um, even when I was in school, there's some crazy stuff. Um, especially in different countries, the way people practice. But I will say people, um, doctors find their own way of practicing and they just roll with it. But in school, we pretty much all learn the same stuff. Um, I I don't necessarily record myself. Um, sometimes I do, but I'm in Virginia and it's advised in Virginia that um, doctors really don't record what they're doing so you can record like basic stuff like stretches or whatever but as far as doing doing some of these adjustments like i used to um when i first started record some adjustments just to get the word out there and for education purposes but it's a you're advised not to do that because you're opening yourself up for um legality issues and you open yourself up for things that you probably don't want 
Um, but people do enjoy seeing it. I see the benefit in having it out there. But um, I think it's funny. It cracks me up. I mean, most times you see like a little microphone, make it louder. I'm on a person's back. But um, it's not always that loud. But it's entertaining. Yeah, it's cool. But I mean, I made a I made a joke of it. I made a TikTok. It's on my Instagram. Um, I practice kind of just crunching and making these crazy noises. But it's, yeah, it's cool. <laughs> Topo says he doesn't want surgery, uh, so help. <laughs> hey, so I'll tell you where I'm located, and you can come in, and we can absolutely. We there we go. There you go. Um, I also have a hip impingement, so I know what you're talking about. Um, hips are something that go bad pretty fast, especially if you're active. So there are things you can do for a hip impingement. So Topo, that's what you know. You go see Dr. Collins and uh, get yourself together. Um, so my, my next question is, uh, are you trying to have a tele telehealth visit right now? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I if, you don't, if you don't tell him you can help, but he's gonna be asking you questions all night long. I know this guy. No, I said a, a telehealth visit, like tell, trying right. to see their doctor. Yeah. A video, oh, bro. You gotta come in for that. Right. <laughs> right. How how often should we get adjusted? Oh, that's a good question. It depends on the person and your lifestyle. Um. I get adjusted about every two weeks. If I had the time, I would get it done every week. I think it feels amazing. But your body does not necessarily need it. Um, if you're doing a whole lot of sitting, a lot of physical things, if your body um, has a chronic condition you're trying to deal with, um, you'll come in more often than the average person. But a good time frame for most people, I think, is a good maintenance. So maybe every six weeks, um, every month, every month and a half, just because your body is sustaining all this wear and tear, it's just a nice way to keep your body healthy. But nobody should necessarily be getting ingested every day. Or are even there, every week. What, what, would, what do you do in between um, adjustment sessions then? Like, is there um, some kind of routine maintenance or anything that you guys generally suggest? Like, how does that go? Oh, so in between your visits to the office? Mm -hmm. So I get my patients, I try to educate my patients um, with everything that pertains to their particular lifestyle. So I give you stretches to do. We make ergonomic um, changes if needed, like say your workstation. So I assume you guys are working home. You guys are working tomorrow. So um, I make you know, we'll talk about how your desk is set up, how often you're getting up, how long you're sitting. Um, if you have a physical job, we talk about how that entails and finding ways to modify, make things easier. Um, so I just arm them with a lot of informational things just to make it so that they don't need the chiropractor. They don't need to come in because they're hurting, but instead they're coming in because they just want to keep you feeling good. So stretching, eating good, um, keeping the stress levels down and then modifying some lifestyle things. Yep. Bruh. Look. <laughs> <laughs> Go to my website and schedule an appointment. You're gonna have to cut him off now. She done, she done addressed him now. Um, it's, no, it's uh, funny. It's funny. It's cool. It's cool. Oh, no. It's cool. Trust he, can... me, he is the life of the comment he's... section. Trust me. He gets it going. Yeah, he's cracking me up. Um I guess one of the, you know, I guess a question that's usually asked, and I feel like it's um is the stigmatism of cracking your own fingers or 
I wouldn't necessarily say limbs, but like, you know, if you crack your back or your fingers, like, you know, um, what is your initial thing when you tell people if they, cause I've seen people that like, I see others ask, or I've been to one before and he asks, you know, do you crack your knuckles or, you know, do you crack your back, your neck? Um, do you, do you tell them not to do that? Or do you just say if, you know, how, how do you advise for that? Unless the person comes in and they tell me they do crack or heroin or whatever, I don't tell people what not to do. I try to steer them in a more positive direction. <laughs> so instead of saying don't crack your back, because I mean, obviously they're doing it, it feels good. I try to explain to them how not cracking it or how doing something else is more beneficial to their body in the long run. So there's nothing wrong cracking your fingers or your toes. My dad used to crack our toes for fun a little, I loved it because it's all in the direction that you're pushing the bone. So you can you can do some things to your fingers because you can reach that line and drive because you're pushing that bone in the direction it will normally go. That's not a problem, but it's near impossible to move your neck or your back in the proper direction that the bone needs to go. Because we move the bones, um, I don't, my stuff is at work, but the bones sit on each other and they move in a certain angle so when we do the adjustment, we push it. Now we go to school for eight years. So it's not like you can learn this from YouTube, um, but we push the bone in the direction it would normally go. It's impossible when you're in your own body to get that vector, to get that direction. So you may get some relief, but you're really just crunching the bones and joints in directions they would not normally go. So you're actually gonna advance some degeneration and some injury that you already have. And also you can bother the soft tissue. So it might feel good right then, like the crack of heroin, but in the long run, it's not good for you. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> Get off that lean. Something perks. I'm about to get all that. Do it a natural way. Come to a professional. We got you. There you go. Um, got another question uh, I had. What's that? So was abscess about five years ago. My lower back ever stopped hurting. Mm, that's horrible. Sorry to hear that. <laughs> Again, you got to come in like, I always say, I like to believe, I'm an optimist. I like to believe that people can live a pain-free life, right? Um, thoughts or things, if you think a certain way, um, you'll get that result or that outcome. However, we do live in a, a physical world with laws of nature. And if a, a structure or a tissue um, is just really, really to the point where it can't be totally functionable, um, then unfortunately that could be what it is, but perhaps there's some things you can do to reduce the pain, decrease your functionality. Um, that's not really something I can answer because I haven't examined you. I mean, on your first visit, I would tell you that I will hope that you can get better with treatment. Um, but we always hope that the patient leaves better than they came, but we can't make any guarantees, but we always hope we can. What? <laughs> <laughs> Yo. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> um so yeah again so what are some of the um, you know, when people see like the the neck adjustments and that 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 they can hold up a lot of people from going to a chiropractor because they think oh she's gonna break my neck you know when I mm -hmm. get my neck adjustment like what are some other um like stigmas or whatever that you, you've heard about um, not wanting to go see a chiropractor that you can kind of clear up? 
Okay. Um, yeah, I'm glad you brought the neck adjustments. They feel great. They feel amazing. And I know that they look scary, but I will share when I get adjusted, I tighten up when the same person, the same two people basically adjust me all the time. And every time their hands are on my neck, I'm like fighting it. So they got to go fast. But it's only natural for your body to want to defend itself. It's totally natural. So it's up to the doctor to distract you and just do it and you're, you're done. But it doesn't hurt. It feels really good. So, yeah, that's one of the misconceptions that chiropractic is painful or that we can break your neck. We could break your back. We can't break your back. We can't fracture a bone. Nobody, I guess Arnold Schwarzenegger, somebody super strong, if they intentionally want to break your back, somebody like a trained, somebody who's trained to hurt can do that, but we aren't trained to do that. Um, so that's one of the misconceptions that it is scary. It hurts, but um, it doesn't hurt. It can be scary. I'm not going to just discount how people feel. Um, but once you get it done once, you're like, oh, yeah, let me get some more of that. So that's another misconception that once you get adjusted, you become addicted. You become like a, okay, again, crack addict, but you become addicted to getting an adjustment. You don't get addicted, but chiropractic is just like a, phys a physical therapy um, because we got to change muscle tone. We have to change positions of bones and nobody can just move a bone and it's going to stay there forever. So you do have to maintain and keep getting things adjusted until it becomes more stable. Um, another misconception um, is that we aren't doctors. We are. Preach. Preach. We had to take uh, four national board exams um, plus PT. Um, school sucked. I would never do it again. So um, I got student loans and malpractice insurance and a lot of insurance to prove that I'm a doctor. Um, not to not. Okay. I, I hear you. Okay. Um, he did a different kind of breaking. <laughs> <laughs> Good for y'all. I'm glad you. I'm glad you got yourself some. Um, His wife is not in the chat room. Like, what is where? Where is she? <laughs> she needs to get him. I to come grab this dude now. Please. Right. <laughs> hey, right. Where are you? <laughs> come grab this. Yo, you putting all their business out there. Um, but yeah, but most people, um, I think are cool. You know. Nice. I don't. I don't get too much. How were uh, you able to get the word out for, you know, you starting your practice during the, the pandemic and everything? And you said business is good. So how were, how were you basically able to do that? How are you able to get the word out? Oh, my God. I'm so lucky. I'm just so lucky. I have done very little marketing. I spent the most I spent is 500 a month um, on one Google um, campaign because and that was by accident. Um, I spent about two something a month on Google ads. I did some Groupon stuff and things just took off. Word of mouth. My patients tell their family, they tell their friends. I see plenty of husband, wives. I see kids. I see friends of family. It's word of mouth. I'm just really, really lucky, blessed, whatever word you want to use. It has been like amazing. It has really been amazing. And if I can do it, I'm not going to say anybody can do it. But if you aren't afraid of just stepping out there and seeing what you're made of and just, I mean, I was, I was doing the old school. I was putting flyers on people's cars during the lunch. I mean, I was grinding, the but grind. old school, putting flyers under windshields. Like I was doing that hard for like a minute. But once the word got out and people were coming, it's been good ever since. So 
a little bit of luck, a lot of hard work, and just some faith in yourself. Now, nope. now he's backtracking because he wants yeah. his, his hip fixed. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he doesn't, he's not bothering me. He's entertaining. So it's really good. Uh, I so, love to laugh. So he's been making me laugh. Uh, Keep uh, it so what's the, what's the future? What, what's the future for the business? Uh, do you, have, do you, what do you see for the, you know, your practice in the next, like, you know, maybe two to three years or, or long-term, you know, opening more, um, do you, did you have people that saw what you did and want to come work for you or with you? Um, I will say this. That's a great question. Um, I never went in my own practice. I started my practice because I needed a job and I wanted to create an income for myself. And I did it. Um, I, my goal is to be in this practice for five years and sell it to a young doctor who wants to do something uh, with it. Uh, my goal right now, I just try to focus on it. That's my five-year goal. My goal right now is just focus on it now, and that's just to treat everybody um, as well as I can, provide the best care, um, just be a good role model representative of a human being that I can be, and just um, take it from there. Um, after, I mean, when I'm an old lady, I would love to just be in a jazz band and just chill out. So I'm learning how to play the piano. I see that behind uh, you. Okay. Yeah, I'm just... I mean, so I got in, I got in chiropractic because I was originally a radio broadcaster, like you guys. So um, I was in radio for seven years, and then I got in a car accident. I was like, ooh, okay, this is cool because I'm like, yo, I've been in this game for a minute. I can't be in a club, but for so long, I was looking for something else to do in the universe. Brought that to me. So I feel like for me, I never saw myself doing one thing for my whole life because I change and I evolve and I just get interested in different things. So. Once I'm finished with chiropractic, I may just do it part time and just for fun, but just move on to something else. Okay, Sometimes I just do stuff to see if I can do. Where are you located? I'm located in Springfield, Virginia, seven eight three zero Backlick Road, Suite Number Four, in a very nice building. And the owner of the building comes to me; she's a patient. Um, so yeah, I'm located in Springfield, right outside of um DC. Nice, beautiful location. Oh. Cicadas, but beautiful. <laughs> all the cicadas. Um, if you can make it through the cicadas, you'll be all right. Yep. Do you do you do the the Y strap adjustment? I do not. There is a different way. She is you with the eyebrows. Don't ask me again. Don't ask me again. Don't ask me again. No, I'm not judging how people practice. There's just a more specific way to do that type of adjustment that I was trained to do, so I do it that way. Okay. I was unfamiliar that there were like different types of, I guess, um, getting chiropractic therapy. Um, one of my buddies was asking about like the what is it Blair or a Blair method. Um, I don't, could you could you just talk about you know the I guess some of the different types of uh, therapy that are out there that you would have learned in school and those kinds of things that maybe some people do and others don't. It, yeah, um, cat practice are crazy. <laughs> I mean, I think when cat practice first got started, there a lot of egos. Um, the profession was started with people um, who didn't like the way medical um, doctors practice or treated their patients. They were looking for a different way to do it. And a part of that birthed people who thought they knew everything, right? So people um, created these different techniques where the techniques are named after people. We went to school, learning techniques named after people. 
and everybody does things a little bit different. Um, but it all works. It all works. And it's just a lot of ego. Blair, I've heard, we, there was a club that people did that in school. I cannot tell you a thing about Blair. Um, I'm sure it's fantastic. I'm sure it is amazing. Um, because not everything works for everybody. For me, I focus more on learning that chiropractors should know a manual therapy, so a, a therapy with their hands, and then they should learn a therapy where they can use an instrument. That way you're able to help everybody because the average person, they don't know what Blair is. They don't know what Gonset, CBP. All these things are named after people who are dead probably. Like, who are you? <laughs> who cares? Just find a way to get people to feel better. So sometimes people get super caught up in one particular technique and you box people out because you start to look like a weirdo. You get focused on dogma. You try to force your beliefs on unsuspecting people or people who could not care less. They just want to feel better. They can give a crap about which technique you're doing. But yeah, it's just a lot of ego with that. Not, I'm not saying your friend, but the person who made that technique. Like I'm going to make something up. You're going to call it my name forever. Right. That makes sense. I'm not doing it. How do you feel about the... <laughs> I'm starting right now. There you go. How you feel about the, How you feel about the wave of like athletes using the um kind of like the the I guess it's like a massage gun, if you will. Um it seems like it's kind of gotten a little bit more um a little bit more like kind of fanfare, which I mean it's been around forever. Clearly, if you've gone to the chiropractor, clearly that's an automatic sometimes they use that on you, uh -huh. but um you know, do you do you see it as as now as more of a entertainment thing where like they're not really you know is is it because you know you you see it they ask you how do you you know do you know what you're doing there's like different settings do you know where to put it like you know what I mean like it's one of those things where I feel like now it's just like something at home and people are like oh, I don't need to go to the chiropractor I got my own little gun. Oh my god! I think everybody should have a massage gun. It is not replacement for a chiropractor by any means. It's two totally different things. The massage gun just works with your muscles. But I have a massage gun at home. I use one on, I keep one in the office. I think it's amazing. I think it's just really nice that people want to take care of their bodies and do it in a really helpful way. And also a way that's affordable. Um, there are massage guns that could be as cheap as 90 bucks. I wouldn't pay less than 90 bucks for one. But there's something like $800. I wouldn't pay $800. But Massage guns are really nice. I work out. After I work out, I would just use my massage gun and just like really get my muscles relaxed and stretched out. I think they're amazing. But I think it's really cool you see athletes using chiropractic. So if you see an athlete, like basketball players are taped up with their KT tape. Um, they have cups. So you can see like the circles on their back because they got cupping or their legs. Um, you got the chiropractor adjusting them on the bench and... I think it's cool. I think that more people should know about chiropractic. I wish everybody was able to go to a chiropractor. It feels so Amen. good. Amen. It feels so good. It feels so good. Uh, the most memorable chiropractic session I had was focused on, let's just say, proprioception. proprioception. Do you offer this modality? Big ass um, <laughs> okay, so proprioception. Great question. Proprioception is your body's ability to know where it is in space. So it means when you're getting out the car, you're on bumping your head. Um, when you get up out of your seat, you're on bumping your knee on a table. So it's your body's ability to know where you are. So chiropractic itself improves proprioception. I don't know of any particular modality. So we say modality, we refer to a type of like a machine 
or um, something that is done to a person for at least eight minutes. So a modality could be like electric stem machine. It could be cups. It could be even dry needling, um, which really is a modality. But um, so if you want to prove proprioception, you don't necessarily have to get in a, uh, it's not a specific modality for that that I'm aware of. But anything where you move both sides of the body at the same time, you're proving your proprioception. We call them cross-crawl integration. So um, just marching in place. That's improving your body's proprioception. Um, doing little crossovers. That's increasing your proprioception. You get on the floor doing bird dogs. That's increasing proprioception, which is super important. So you maintain your balance and your integrity of your walking, moving about in the world. So you're on bump. Basically, you're bumping into everything. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, before we transition, uh, I, I got. I just want to round up one last question. Um, what What's the advantages of cupping to acupuncture? Oh, okay. So they're different. They're both amazing. Everything's amazing, right? Um, so <laughs> cupping is fantastic. So cupping, just like dry needling, are trigger point therapies or attempts to be a trigger point therapy. Um, the cupping is more global. So cupping basically just relieves the tension in muscles. So most people got familiar with cupping, at least in America, when Michael Phelps had his cupping during the Olympics that he was in. So cupping uses suction or fire to pull up the skin, to pull up the muscle, to increase blood and oxygen saturation to release the tension in the muscle. Whenever our muscles contract, and let me know if y'all get bored, whenever your muscles contract, they're like the muscle fibers basically um, interlock like your fingers when they hold on to each other. And when the muscles contract, they separate more or less. That's the best way to explain the muscle contraction and relaxation. But when you have a muscle that's contracted, there's a knot, there's a trigger point, the fingers just haven't let go. They're still holding on for dear life. So you need to bring oxygen to release it. So the way you bring oxygen is to bring blood flow. You bring blood flow by sucking the skin up and that blood, the body is gonna turn red, that blood is there, it's going to really help stretch it and loosen. That's very specific. It only works in that one section where that cup is. And dry needling is the same. It just goes right into that muscle. Oh, cool. That's high tech. I see you. I see what you did. <laughs> the needle goes <laughs> easily impressed. The needle goes right into that muscle and it only affects that area. So they're very just localized treatment. Now, acupuncture, on the other hand, is a ancient Chinese form of medicine and people who practice acupuncture, they go to school for four years. That's all they do or in that program. So they become doctors of Chinese medicine. They do acupuncture. Now acupuncture is a whole body comprehensive treatment for your body. So I can go to um, the chiropractor. Oh, cause I hurt my elbow or my neck hurts or whatever the case may be. You'll go to the acupuncture because you can't sleep. Or you have constipation or you can't get pregnant. And they'll put these needles, what appear to you to be random places. They'll have them all over the place or different places where that may not make sense to you. I've got acupuncture I can sleep better. They didn't have needles in my head. They had needles in my foot, my wrist. And it's based upon chi, meridian lines, think, tongue, just things that you wouldn't expect and affects the whole system that they work on. So it's way more comprehensive and it affects the whole body, whereas cupping only affects that one muscle that you have the cup on. Make sense? Yep. yep. Um, where can we find, where, where, what's your social media, your web, where, where can people find you if they want to get in contact with you? 
Okay, so uh, the business uh, Instagram is Collins underscore chiropractic underscore. Um, the website is collinschiropractic.co. The dot com was more expensive, so I just got the co. <laughs> um, the other Instagram, I'm cheap. The other Instagram is um, Doctor underscore Burgundy. I'm, I have a YouTube channel, kind of lame, but it's up there. You know. Okay, look, like and subscribe. Why are you like and subscribe to our page? Like it to look. See, we already subscribe. Like it to subscribe to her YouTube page as well. That's what we do. Support here. Uh, what do we got here? <laughs> oh, this is a segment. This is a segment. This this is a great segue. This is a great segue. Um, for. Uh, So this is the point where this is what he was alluding to. So this is the part where E. Rich has something on his mind. He's going to share it. Go uh, for it. Go for it. I, I feel like I feel like it's light work. I don't think I should get too many uh, uh, fu bombs in the uh, the comment section this week. But uh, we'll see how this goes. Um, <laughs> yeah, we'll see. Right, Doctor Burgundy. So this is just usually the part where people usually get mad at me because I state stuff that they just normally would not agree to, even though they really truly do feel the same way, right? Um, I won't say because somebody's probably already going to put it in there, but uh, like I I made the comment that Taco Bell is actually better than Chipotle. See, so why? that face you made, you say why? Because, well, and again, out you know, certain things, they just it's not really, it's not real Mexican food, if you will. It's not they that they try to you know play that that role but it's really not you know and everybody was pretty much hurt when uh taco bell got rid of uh, the mexican pizza so you know let's just call <laughs> it what it is right yeah anyway uh so today's segment uh i had noticed it because you know in the interim of it getting a little hot outside you know you kind of want certain things that'll cool you down or you know more so how you start your day off in the morning and uh I realized that even in my adult age that there's only there's only two go-to cereals that you can really have. And if they're not the Captain Crunch Basic, the Captain Crunch Berry, or the Fruity Pebbles, all other cereals are pretty much trash. Frosted Flakes are like... I mean, they, they get soggy real quick. So it's like, <laughs> who really, like, really, what are we talking about here? So the is it just E is, unless you're running around with these cereals, everything else is, is, is garbage. There's, there's really no other cereal that you should be eating other than these three. At what age? It doesn't matter. Exactly. <laughs> it doesn't matter. I lose the fact that you're older and that you try to upgrade to uh, what is it? Um, Honey Nut uh, Cheerios. Something for your heart. Exactly. Are we serious? Healthy. Something healthy. That's all sugar. It, 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 and Honey Nut Cheerios is not sugar. <laughs> I mean, 
They say it's good for your heart. So <laughs> they aren't even pretending with the Captain Crunch. Now, Captain Crunch is good for your heart, maybe, but no, I don't. I don't eat cereal, but I'm gonna eat that. Look, are we, uh, are, we, are we drunk or sober? Are we sober or high? <laughs> call, how, call it what you want. Because ultimately, at the end of the day, if you had to pick, right? And you can even go back to when you was a kid, right? Because clearly everybody only had one or two options. Like, you didn't have the whole roll of cereals, right? Which clearly now, there's so many damn cereals, it's not even funny. You know what I mean? Uh, and you was either picking from the bottom one or the or the top set, the middle section, because clearly the top one was the one that you definitely couldn't afford. Uh, I, minus all of that extra stuff, you know, the artificial flavoring and all that good stuff, because they have changed it over time. Like the Fruity Pebbles does not taste like it was when we were kids, but that's just because I would not know. I'm one of those people, especially when I was I would go down my mom's. I had, look, I had the the Rice Krispie Treat cereal, I had the Reese Puffs, I had the Frosted, I had everything. I wasn't just, you couldn't categorize me. And then now, like that, like the best one out of all that is probably the Crunch Berries, but that, that doesn't get purchased. Like, but you Cheerios, ate, you Cheerios ate rice, for sure. You ate Rice Krispie Treats with no fucking flavor. Treat cereal. That, that That's different from the Rice Krispie Treat, the Rice Krispie cereal. Rice so, Krispie Treats was like the blocks of treats. Look, it was, it was almost 30 years ago, if not more. <laughs> But look, that's what I'm saying. Like, none of these categorize me. I've had all three. The regular Captain Crunch is just garbage anyway. Who who eats Captain Crunch without the Crunch Berries? Now that's a psycho. I know you gotta have a Crunch Berry. They created the Crunch Berries for a reason. See, playing Captain Crunch is like eating shredded wheat without the frosted shred. Like, this is horrible. Like, come on now. See, y'all got too bougie. Y'all got to that next level in life and felt like when them Crunch Berries came around. Yep, apple, like apple, jacks. apple jacks as a kid. Hey. Apple jacks, hey. apple cut, cinnamon hey. Cheerios. Hey. Cut her feet off. Apple jacks. Cut her feet off. Cut her feet. I like apple jacks. Apple jacks. I like honeycomb. First of all, apple jacks. What was the shit that was on the actual on on the cereal? Because it wasn't real. It wasn't real apples. <laughs> It's all trash. It doesn't matter. Exactly. It doesn't matter. I don't know. Where do we get the crunch berries from? The crunch berry tree? Like, what are we talking about? <laughs> At least, listen, listen. At least they didn't try to make up and make it seem like you was adding apples to your damn shit already. <laughs> it's good for your heart. Like, the apple a day. I'll say this to all like my my little cousins, um, you know, my friends that have kids that look at me as like an uncle. One of the dope things about being an adult is one, you can eat ice cream whenever you want. And two, you can buy whatever cereal you want. Because when you were a kid, still was kind of, you know, you, you had to go with what moms and dads was going to get, right? So I have three boxes of cereal in the cabinet right now. None of them are on the screen. Um, but we have, we do have the Honey Nut Cheerios. We actually have regular Cheerios. Um, that's like my, just a boring cereal, but I've loved it my entire life. And then I got Reese's puffs cause that's my shit. And <laughs> yeah, it's not that I like we're, we're naming cereals and me and Phil, we literally had, I remember we had a conversation at work that probably took up the entire nine hour work day where we were just talking about cereal as a kid and how dope that was like Saturday morning with the cartoons on. Mm-hmm. So they're like, I'll go through moods where you know, I'm just like, damn, I haven't had Golden Grams in a minute. I'm going to get me a box. Or, yo, I haven't had Honeycomb in forever. And as an adult, 
getting paid, like, yeah, if I want to just get some cereal, uh, I'm going to do it. Absolutely. So, there you go. It's 1030. Uh, before you let, after we do this, you can let me know if you can stick, stick around for the shoes or not. But we, we gave you some homework. Top three. So this is where you tell us your top three movies of all time, top three albums of all time. Uh, we just like to hear what, what people are, uh, people's heads are at, uh, just because it's such a big variety. So start with your movies, top three movies um, of all time. I don't care if you judge, because they, I, I bang with these movies. Um, my favorite, favorite, favorite is The Wedding Singer. I know hey. everybody. <laughs> hey. That's, That's a, a great movie. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then we heard Met Sally, classic. Ooh, classic. Okay, classic. classic. In my in my opinion, no, no, it, it's a classic. Yep. It's it, it, it's it's and in then, the classic category. I right, someone blow y'all with this one. Afro Samurai. Word. Oh. That is oh, the that first. Is That's I love oh, that. Oh, I watch that every week. I love that movie. That's super. Samuel L. is amazing. Yeah. All three. The rhythm, the music. Amazing. I love okay. that movie. Okay. What about uh? Let's do your albums. Okay, my favorite album, hands down, is Illmatic. If if somebody's around, they don't know what Illmatic is. They don't exist to me. Um, and then I'm from VA, so I got to say NERD, their first album. Oh. I love that. And I don't really have a, my third. I would have to say we have to be kind of graduation because it's so like motivational, and it has really taken me like through some scary times. So, got I got to say graduation. So that's my top three. So, Illmatic, um, yeah, N E R D in search of, and also graduation. Yep. All amazing. I've, I've seen all three <laughs> of those people perform too. So, amazing albums. Um, yeah. Yep. So we're getting ready to get into the shoes. I know you may be on the time crunch or whatever. So do you want to stick around for the shoes? Or yeah, do you, I'll stick you around for the, for the rest of it. It's okay. Uh, let's see. I'll Where are we? Up. Okay. Okay. Let's. All right, so this is the portion where we do shoes. Uh, sometimes, well, he already thinks I'm, I, I, for people who are new to the show, I like to hit the button once or twice just to play the music. But I know, look, you, you may have things to do. So we're going to get right into the copper drop. CB, what we got for the copper drop this week? My bad. See, I didn't mean to do that to you, CD. Look, okay. Let's, let's, get, let's get into the copper drop. Uh, so um, this is fairly new news, but Trey Young is getting his own signature shoe from Adidas. He's been wearing it during the playoffs. And 
Um, he was wearing uh, a PE last night when they came back and ended up ended up winning. Well, what was it? E a twenty six point lead yes, um, that, that Philly had. So um, the two colorways that uh, these are supposed to be releasing sometime this summer going to be one hundred and forty bucks. Uh, there's the icy colorway, which is the the pink and blue one, um, and then there's the ice tray colorway going off of his nickname, which is the blue one. It's got a like a boost midsole, and it looks fairly similar to a lot of the other Adidas basketball models that are out right now. Like it, I, it kind of looks like what Damian Lillard has going on. Kind of looks like what. Um, Donovan Mitchell. Donovan Mitchell has going on. So a little bit uh, also of like what Harden's got going on with his shoe. Um, so um, I think like the colorways are pretty dope. Um, I don't know if I'm necessarily going to be pressed to spend like 140 on them, but I think the colorways are sick. And because of what he's doing in the playoffs right now, I feel like these shoes needed to be um, at least spotlighted. So we don't have a release date right now. They're just saying summer. Um, possibly fall, but uh, what do you guys think of Trey Young one having his own shoe, and then what do you think of these colorways? I well, think that they're, the colorways are pretty dope. That's crazy. So for a first shoe, he's coming off the block at one forty, right? Yeah. Does, Dame still doesn't have boost with his associated, right? Dame and Donovan Mitchell don't use boost because they want the shoes to be more affordable. Price down, right? Yeah. Um, and both colorways have a tribute to uh, an icy on it. One has the, the polar bear. Yep. The other one has the cup. Yeah. Uh, to me, the, the the pink colorway is probably the better out of the two because that you could probably pair that up a little bit better. The blue is okay. I, I just think you know me. I'm a, I'm a colors guy, so True. I think the the pink ones will be a cop for 140. I mean, I, I don't think they're gonna sell out, but I, I would probably not. And Adidas is normally also pretty good, even on launch days for shoes like this. That they might they might still give you a coat. Right. Yeah, these are tough. I don't know. Um, I, I appreciate the polar bear on the back of the shoe, though. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah, I don't, not for not not for a buck forty. I'm I'm definitely uh, putting those towards towards my golf, my my golf number fours. Tory Pines, by the way, pops it. Just in case you might still have a uh, you know a lane in that the Tory Pine fours golf cleats that came out. Size nine. Thank you. He, he was hunting those down this week. Uh, Burgundy. If, so if you had an opportunity to to get a pair of either one of these, would you? And if you did, which which colorway? I mean, am I paying for them? Is somebody giving them to me? <laughs> well, this, this can be hypothetically. If you yeah. had access to them and nothing else was on the table, and you could just grab whatever pair you want, would you? Would I you cop them? You. Okay. Which, I, which I colorway do you? you. Okay. Which which colorway? The the pink ones the or the blue? other blue one? The blue. Okay. Um, I mean, I don't really like them at all, but I don't know. I don't know about shoes, so. No, it's okay. <laughs> hey, look, it's okay. Okay, perfect. I'm a Birkenstock. <laughs> <laughs> I'm expecting Birkenstock. I know uh, nothing about. That's okay. Look, we'll we'll get you we'll get you through the next this this segment here. Um, yeah. So you are our guest now. You didn't have to bring a shoe to this segment per se. This is something to spotlight. Do you have I anything? I can grab you wanna... shoe. Okay, well, they, they, do you want to go no, first? Or do you want to go last? I go last. Okay. Uh, <laughs> see, I'll go first. I'll, I'll, I'll go first. Um, so this is this is what we do the for the soul, and we spotlight a shoe that's in the collection. Because again, you know, outside of all this, 
we are somewhat avid sneakerheads. So I'm going to pull out this box right here. And that's the Area 72. And you can see okay. how this box has been with me for a while because it's all jacked up. But look, if you open it up, and this was the All-Star Pack. It's got the newspaper wrapping the shoe. But in homage of a stellar performance the other night uh, when he needed to step up and show everybody that, you know, he could do it and he didn't need Steph Curry or Clay Thomas or um, James Harden or Kyrie Irving, uh, KD stepped up. So these are the Those are KD All-Stars. Oh, yeah, like I don't even know what – I can't yeah, remember like what model number this is. This is like the KD like Five, All-Star wow. Fives. Yeah. So – yeah, those are sick. Yeah, I mean, Uncle Jeff been... Green came through for him though. Well, yeah, yeah. that was that was the other person he needed. But yeah, dope colorway. Uh, who's up next? I can go. Okay. So, um, I don't know if people were have been paying attention to all the soccer that's going on right now, but um, there's the Commie Bowl, like the Agua. South American countries. They're they're getting after it right now, right? And Brazil played tonight. Um, one of the stars on Brazil, he plays for PSG. Um, Neymar, he uh, he scored tonight too. But um, oh boy, <laughs> you know. So ooh, the um, what's that on the back? Ooh. like the the symbol there. But I wanted to like the. Uh, there's nothing, nothing real special with the paper or anything, but it does have like the PSG, like logos on there, yeah. which I think is pretty dope. But some of the, some of the details are just pretty sick. Got like the gold, gold jump man. Yeah, this is the the like Perry Saint Germain sevens. So, I like those. Regular, classic Jordan seven stuff. Dope. But and you know I'm I'm a huge soccer head so grabbing these was uh I was pretty happy about that. Dope, dope. Okay. Yeah, Mike. So we'll we'll stick with the Jordan theme because okay. you know I gotta get I gotta let pops know like he's he still can own me like I, I can still <laughs> say I'm one of his. Uh, we're gonna go here with it uh, and uh, we're gonna say that we actually came through with a W with this one though right? Okay. Didn't get that. Sorry, not you. But remember, I was talking about it. Oh, and it came to life. Man, did I miss those? I think I missed those. So it was. So I think they dropped the week after we had displayed them. Uh, CB's dropper cop last time. Um, oh, these were the top ones that I had to put on there. But yeah, just to and you already know what that colorway is to us as far as the ESPN yep. uh, colorway. So uh, pretty dope. Sprayed them down, ready to wear, and get it in. All right. Okay, what would you what'd you bring? Well, are y'all trying to cop these? Twenty twenty five, Yeezy, Birkenstocks. Kanye signed them. Boom! You know, there you go. There you go. No, look, Two thousand dollars. They come out in five years. Well. I got. I got. Go. <laughs> I'm gonna try to cop them. Birkenstocks are comfortable. I look. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm down with Birkenstocks. And yep. it's a dope colorway. It was that like, is that red or pink? I couldn't tell, but that was a dope Yeah, red. that color looked pretty red. crazy. 
Nice, nice. You're ready. Uh, so for everybody watching, again, we want to thank you for watching tonight. And we also want to look, thank Dr. Burgundy Collins for joining us for our Black thank Disney you. series. I want to talk about um, another segment. Isn't there a segment you um, show what you collect or something like that? No, that's the show right now. This is what you got. This this, this was the For the Soul, because we know everybody's not in the, in, the, in the sneaker. So this is what you want, whatever you got in your collection. So go ahead. What you got? Oh, no. Yo, show what you collect. This is what it is. So, because we figured it's not fair to everybody who doesn't have shoes. So we've had people bring drinks. Okay. Okay. Now I got go something cool it. in it. All right. Okay. Oh, I I collect like lowercase C, um, colored vinyl. So like one of my oh. favorites is this, um, King's Disease. It's, wow. it's red. Nice. Yeah. Nice. We got some color, um, Kanye, some color, NERD, some color, um, Frank Ocean. So I like you, color do you, vinyl. Do you play them or do you you just collect yeah. the colors? Okay. Not play yeah, I have um I got a, a, a Prince vinyl and it's purple. And I hadn't I had I don't know if I wanted to necessarily play it because I didn't know if if people played their color vinyl because I know most you know most vinyl is black. But okay, I might have to give it a give yeah, it a roll. You gotta no, play that's, it. That's that's dope. You gotta play. Um, that's super dope. How much? How many do you have in your collection? Would you say? Less than twenty. It's really hard to find color. It's it's really hard to find color vinyl. Yeah. I'm gonna buy it back because it was just on some BS. I sent some to back in a second. Do you go on like the hunt? Saying. Like, are there certain ones that you're just like, yo, I'm trying to find? And because I know we do that with shoes, so it's is it the same thing. Yeah, yeah. Nice. So there are a couple of sites that have some cool um, color vinyl, but you just got to try to find it. Because sometimes they'll set the price really high. Mm -hmm. And I just wait, see what happens. eBay is pretty shaky when it comes to buying color vinyl, so I stay with eBay. I had some really bad experiences with eBay. True. So, yeah, some good sites. That's dope. Um, I think you're gonna get yep. a couple visits out of out of this episode. I think there's at least there's hey. one for sure in the chat. That's, <laughs> he's probably mapping out his weekend to figure out. Oh, what are your business hours? This, we didn't ask that question. What What are your business hours? I'm open Monday through Friday, um, nine to six, and Saturdays nine to twelve. I'm really trying to work smart, not hard. So you know. Nice. So uh, with that. So are we, are we gonna are we gonna ask her back? So when she gets on that piano, she gonna she gonna be able to hit us with the live a live show, yeah. right? Hey, <laughs> look, put 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 a set list joyful, together. Joyful. Put put a set list together and come back. We do a concert series too. We have people come on and play. So whenever you're ready, look. Um, you do a comedy we'll series or a concert, concert series? A concert series. <laughs> We've had a couple people come on the, the comedy laugh. series. Is the comment section? Like, yeah, they, that, that's the comedy series right there. Yeah. Make you laugh, but I don't know about entertainment. <laughs> um, look, we want to again. We want to thank you for spending your time. I know we we went a little bit past the time that you originally wanted to stay, but look, we're glad you stayed. Yeah. We're glad that you spent your hour and forty six minutes with us on a Thursday night. You know, you got Aww. a couple of things to do. We appreciate that very much. Um, Thank you yeah, for having that me. That means a lot. No, I, absolutely no. Thank you very much. Um, and I think um, for sure, I've never, see, I'm a, I'm a chiropractor like guru. I've been there a bunch of times. I love it. I never had cupping. So now that I know that you offer, you offer cupping services, correct? 
So, I, yeah, I'm definitely, I'm about to be like Quetopo, give you my insurance number right now. <laughs> we, can, we can work on this. We can work on cuffing. Um, go online. You can fill out the, the insafe form and call it in. But uh, one thank you for joining us. Um, but yeah, everybody who's been watching, we are something else. Stay in the room real quick. We are something else. See y'all next week. Peace. Peace. Yo. Bye.